You better not pout. You better not cry. You better not shout. I'm telling you why. Because this week on Dissect That Film, me and the crew were talking about Polar Express. I'm official Joey C. Let's go. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Dissect That Film Podcast, where we dissect the good, the bad, and the ugly of cinema. I am your host, Brett Parker. Joining me, as always, my wonderful co-host, Dan and Angela of DNA Gaming. Hello. Hello. And returning once again is our good friend, the official Joey C. My folks, happy to be here. Thank you, thank you, thank you. It's a pleasure. (laughs) Me and my pal Grimace, we're here. We're ready to rock and roll. Hell yeah. Hell yeah, Grimace. Please, <laughs> Grimace, please keep no, your eyes kidding. towards the ground because if you move your eyes, <laughs> he scares me. I will, <laughs> I'm going to probably leave. <laughs> Remember what we talked about <laughs> today. We are talking about my pick for our holiday favorite series. We are talking about the 2004. Uh, what, what what would you consider this? It's not fully animated. It's a uh, motion captured animated film. You, you could just say animated. It's computer animation. It's computer animation. animation. Yeah, that's the word that I could not. My brain could not process when I was trying to think of the words. Say, and you, you are all were just you all are just staring at me as my brain is malfunctioning and steam <laughs> is it's just oozing. It's the Tom Hanks Christmas special. It's fine. <laughs> it, it, it is. We were talking about 2004's The Polar Express. The Polar Express was directed by Robert Zemeckis, who we've only talked about one time on the show, and it was for probably the worst movie he's ever made, and that was 2022's, or 2023's, whenever it came out, Pinocchio. That fucking terrible movie. I don't oh, remember that. It's horrendous. Oh, we talked about I've it during our... It awful we did it during our remake uh breakdown episode that we did a while back no yeah yeah because i said i tried to watch it and i was like oh ew gross it's got robert zemeckis all over it but let's let's talk i mean let's let's talk about some of his more notable films such as the back to the future trilogy forrest gump who framed roger rabbit you know films like that things films that when you think about robert zemeckis it puts a smile on your face not Pinocchio. <laughs> this was Warner Brothers' first computer uh, animated film, or just like a film made by computers. Uh, it was based on the Polar Express book by Chris Van Alberg, who also wrote Jumanji, which is oh. the book I actually own, which I thought I owned this one too. <laughs> uh, it was released on... October 13th, 2004, at the Chicago International Film Festival, and then on November 10th, 2004, uh, worldwide. It was budgeted between $165 and $170 million and made $314.1 million, which you might think is a, a, a you know a big success, but based on the budget, it made decent money. For, it's funny for, when... Oh, sorry, go ahead. Oh, no, no. Keep going. I cut you off. I'm sorry. No, I'm Take just saying. Drink. It's fine. No, I, I, I was waiting for you. 
I was just going to say, it's funny how much it's cost. Podcast, I'm, I'm, 140 episodes. Will it ever go the way we want it to? <laughs> no. Never. And I'll be, I'll be sure it happens that way. <laughs> but it's funny because I know the budget's going to be from the effects. Like, because right. this was a big fucking deal at the time. When you literally have Tom Hanks playing like five roles in this fucking movie. <laughs> <laughs> it's yeah, funny you keep saying like is it animated i'm like yeah i just watched an animated movie for an hour and 40 minutes what movie did i see the whole thing was animated mm-hmm. but so it's we- not your traditional animation i get it there's industry terms that i'm missing okay no it's the fact that my brain doesn't work at full function it doesn't work properly so sometimes it just i just stare off into space and try to think of things. So it's it's on me. I'll take I'll take the yes. It's sucking my soul <laughs> out through my head. Just kidding. Just kidding. Just like the team did to me today. Um, <laughs> sorry, man. That sucks. It's all good. It's all good. Uh, so this movie, of course, stars Tom Hanks as seventeen different characters. We have Daryl Sabara, Spy Kids alum, who does the voice of our main character known as hero boy because the character a lot of the only character that has a name in this movie is the jimmy that that he's called at the end of the movie like he's the only like name other than like santa which one's jimmy jimmy is the 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 kid with the boots the one they pick later they pick up later and he's got to like run to to catch the train yeah yeah the awkward guy yeah pretty much oh the yeah the as economically misfortunate child that's what it is Yes, oh, the one who lives yeah. on the wrong side of the tracks, as they that say. Was <laughs> that was wrong. I was like, is that a poor person joke? And, it is. Well, te- well and he, so, they pull up, and I was like, oh. Well, yeah. I mean, it was this movie funny. takes place in the 50s. So that yeah. is a common, that was a common phrase for people who were less fortunate. You know, they oh, lived on the wrong side of the track. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Do they say wrong side of the tracks anymore, though? It's Nowadays, the other side of the tracks. No, it's just a trailer park. It's, it's... <laughs> there are some nice trailer parks, dude. There are, I, there's, there are, yes. <laughs> I did not know it takes place in the 50s. That blows me away, actually. Yeah, it, well, I mean, I, I looked it up, but also you could tell you by like- cheat. Yes, I cheated. I, I, I did real research <laughs> and knew the Ford hubcap the kid had in his fucking room. There's no way this doesn't take place in the 50s or 60s. No, I don't know. I, just, I did say that, did I not, when we watched yeah. it? We were oh, I didn't know. I was like, there's no way he has a mint for, like, yes. Ford hubcap like that. I thought it was a Frisbee. Good Lord. <laughs> it could be. <laughs> yes. Anything. I mean, hey, that they used it as a Frisbee back then, so I... <laughs> Anything's a Frisbee if you're brave yeah. enough. And wow. you live in the 50s, you don't have much for TV, video games, so you had to be inventive. So, yeah, you're taking Dad's old hubcap that's made out of solid metal <laughs> and throwing it at each other. You miss it, decapitation. It's fine. It's like... Nobody cared. I mean, oh god. So Tom Hanks did the motion capture for Hero Boy, as he's called in this movie. He also is the conductor. He's the hobo. He's Santa Claus, and he's the Ebenezer Scrooge puppet that you see later on. But which is technically the hobo anyway. It's the yeah, exactly. But uh, Daryl Sabara, who plays Junie in the Spy Kids movies. And he's married to Megan Trainer. For anyone out there who cares, uh, he is the voice of Hero Boy. And then Josh Hutcherson, who we've t- who we talked about not that long ago, who was in Five Nights at Freddy's, he yes. is additional motion capture for Hero Boy. So that's cool. And I think, and to be honest, that's kind of how it goes for a lot of the characters. You have multiple people doing multiple things for each one. So you had Nona Gay, who was the hero girl. <clears throat> 
uh, Darian O'Driscoll was the motion capture, and then you had Megan Moore as the singing voice of of Hero Girl. Then you had Peter Scolari as Billy the Lonely Boy, because we had to add the Lonely Boy at the end of Billy. <laughs> he couldn't just be Billy. <laughs> He's just Kenny from South Park. That's all he is, dude. Uh, you had Hayden McFarland as his motion, uh, who did the motion capture. You have Jimmy Bennett, who does the voice. I think Jimmy Bennett was in uh, The Blind Side. He probably. Yeah, I think so. And then Matthew Hall was the singing voice. Then we had probably my least favorite character in this movie. Uh, we had Eddie Deason as the know-it-all kid, which funny enough, I've seen this movie a lot, but I my memory is terrible. So like trying to remember what every character's name is. I literally wrote in my notes like know-it-all kid before they even say the fact that he is. That's they wild. call him know-it-all kid. <laughs> Dude, I don't know if it just was a memory that popped into my head or if it was just like, no, this kid is that kid. He is the know-it-all kid. And then they call him and I was like, oh, damn. Okay. Yeah, because in the sub in the subtitles, when he's talking off screen, it, it says know-it-all kid. I'm like, <laughs> I love how he's just, you know, credited as that. Well, he pretty much plays almost the same character in Dexter's Lab. Yeah, I was just going to say he's that. He's Mandark, yeah. isn't he? Yeah. And I was like, okay, yeah. Uh, he looks, the actor looks exactly like the character in the movie. The man is 65 years old as of right now, yeah. which is wild. No way. Yeah. He was born in like 1957 oh or something like that. Been in. Um, and then you had Jimmy Pinchak as the motion capture for Know-It-All. And then we have Michael Jeter, who was the voice of Smokey and Steamer, which were the engineers of the train. Mm. Michael Jeter, of course, we've talked about when we a long, long time ago at the beginning of this show when we talked about Jurassic Park 3. Mr. Udesky? Yes. This, unfortunately, would be his final film before his death Aww. in 2000. And I think he actually died in 2003. So it was almost a year before the movie actually came out. They actually had to bring in somebody else to yeah, do final voice recordings for the characters mm. so yeah that sucks he's from Lawrenceburg. well you're gonna tell are you gonna tell me that you're not a hitman either i never said i was <laughs> i'm just a guy that you call when you need something done he's great he was also in the green mile which is probably one of his more iconic roles as well we have leslie zemeckis who was the motion capture and voice for the sister and the mother of our hero boy from the beginning. I think Leslie Zemeckis is the wife of Robert Zemeckis. Mm. Probably. Yeah. And uh, yeah, there's just, and then there's, you got Steven Tyler in this movie too. <laughs> what? You didn't see it at the end? No. Oh, well, I'm not even going to spoil it. Well, once we get to the part of the plot where he shows up, cause he's in my notes. We'll talk about Steven Tyler in this movie. <laughs> How did I miss that? <laughs> so, yeah, that's our cast. Let's talk about why I picked this movie to talk about and why Joey is here. Well, for one, Joey's awesome. That's why I invited him on. Oh, well, thanks. Yeah, Joe, Joey, Joey asked me to be a part of his video, so I figured why not bring him back to talk about another holiday movie because – as Dan stated in our live stream, we only invite Joey on when it's about a movie that that's takes right. place during a holiday. That's <laughs> right, baby. The holiday man. Manly and loves holidays. There you go. There you go. But so, uh, of course, this is a movie I have seen a lot over 
you know, the almost 20 years that it's been out, you know, I was 12 or 13 when this movie came out, but I was, but I'm one of those guys who just didn't care about like, Oh, I'm, I'm too old for that movie. Nah, fuck it. It's an animated movie. I was going to see it. And so I think I saw this in theaters, uh, probably, you know, with friends or whatever. But the reason I chose it for this year is because Joey covered it on his YouTube channel. He covered the video game, the really terrifying video game. <laughs> and oh I, god, <laughs> uh oh, Joey, how have know. flashbacks? Joey, you want to talk about your experience with the video game? I don't have words for how horrifying this game is. <laughs> and rewatching the movie as an adult, I realized how close the video game is to the movie. I'm like, I was seeing things and I was like, that's in the game. And I should have said, hey, man, that's from the movie. But <laughs> the, the, the game kept me up for days. And I mean it, days. Have you ever fought a giant puppet manned by Tom Hanks from the sky trying to kill children? Well, I have. <laughs> I've witnessed that. And I played through it twice for two different videos. I'm getting worked up, guys. I'm getting worked up here. This, that game, I never thought I'd have to think about it again. And you know what's funny? When I got invited on the show, I, I it didn't even cross my mind that I beat that game twice in a row, two days in a row, might I add, fully through. I thought I'd never have to think about this game again. I don't know how my brain didn't make the connection that I played this game until you just mentioned that. <laughs> Horrifying. So please, please do yourself a favor. Go to YouTube.com slash Official Joey C and watch those polar express videos because they are amazing. at your own discretion dear lord at your own discretion you wow. might have nightmares by the end of the videos you think the movie is is deranged and horrifying the game is unhinged oh my god i can't believe i didn't make that connection before i remember when tom hanks used to do simple movies like the burbs and joe versus the volcano and then he became yeah. got older and became a homicidal maniac trying to kill people and kids on a train <laughs> <laughs> not even kidnaps them man yep. he goes to their house and says yo kid you're coming with me and i'm like no man i can't my parents are sleeping upstairs tomorrow's christmas i can't go with you to the north pole and he said i don't give a shit get in this train <sighs> i'm getting scared here but well, dude like it's not even like like it's it's not even like he forced him. He's like, nobody has to ride. It's all like yeah, this illusion of choice. It's reverse like you, psychology, you a, man. It is. You think you have a choice, but you don't. You like don't. get you on that train. <laughs> is there a train out my window here? He's Good got Lord. like the ghost of Christmas kidnapping. If it ever happens to any one of us, we're all just going to be like, nope, I'm not going out there. It's I'm like, fuck train. you. It's not even on a track. It's not even on a track, a train man. at the end of our yard. Oh, oh, dude, like, God. train sounds awful close tonight. It's just outside, like, just shut the blinds. Just shut the blinds. Yeah. No, it's not there. What is really cool, though, is we actually have a train that comes by about once a year, about this time, and it sounds like that train. I you think it's gather really up cool. all the kids and just keep them in, like, a gymnasium somewhere just to keep <laughs> them safe. The harvester of souls, dude. Yeah. Oh, my God. So... It, 
just to kind of give you an idea of what the video game plot is for the Polar Express, other than you, you really need to watch Joey's videos on them. Uh, the, the premise is the Ebenezer Scrooge puppet is the antagonist of the game, and he attempts to prevent the children from believing in Santa Claus by stealing their tickets and trying to prevent the children from making it to the North Pole. Uh, so that yep. so that so that 15 second scene in the movie of a normal size puppet they blew it up to like a fucking kaiju size and you have to fight this thing and you know the funny thing about the game is you fight the final boss within like 30 minutes of the game and the other three hours of the game is just getting to the north pole that it's the, it's the most bizarre structure of a game I've ever seen. This is the longest prologue <laughs> game ever. <laughs> it's like, well, you beat the game 30 minutes in. Now you got three more hours. To, it's like literally there's a lot of stuff like that. They do that's in like the game is super faithful minus the whole puppet thing. That's super weird. But like all the scenes at the end, it's all in the game. So what do you battle the puppet with? Like, what is your weapon of choice? Your weapon is a snowball. And okay. get this. When his, when his bare heart opens up, you throw a snowball at the man's heart. And then Tom Hanks is like, what the fuck are you doing, kids? And it's, <laughs> it's I just, I don't even know what to say. You shouldn't be in there battling puppets. We got to get to the North Pole. That's <laughs> just the movie. It's bad. It's horrifying. Oh, God. <laughs> Damn it. I'm just reliving. I'm just reliving. Puppet. I'm just reliving Joey's experience. That's he's talking about it. That's fucking great. It's so good. So is he. Oh, man. <laughs> makes me think of the Jaws video game for the NES. Hey, I have that it, somewhere. I also yeah, have you, that. You just collect seashells until you battle Jaws and stab him with a boat. Yeah, because it's it, so it, it's funny because it's called Jaws, but it's tech, it should have just been Jaws: The Revenge, the game. But I think they were like, it's not going to sell if we do that because you know how bad that movie was. <laughs> like, just call it Jaws, but it's going to be the Jaws: of The Revenge plot. Uh, they should just put more Michael Keaton in it. Not Michael Keaton. Sorry, <laughs> Michael. I mean, Michael Keaton, Michael Keaton makes everything Keaton. better. So no, yeah, I blanked his Michael name. Kane. I do this all the time with Agnes. Michael Keaton. Michael Caine, thank you. Yeah, Michael, Michael Caine. Yeah. Oh, God, just so good. fly his helicopter into it. Just fuck it. I was going to say they don't make movie games like that anymore, but they did just release or are going to release an Avatar game yeah. for PlayStation. And I'm assuming there's a level of quality assurance here in today's day and age. So that game will probably be good. But they don't release bad movie games anymore. And that upsets Will it, though? <laughs> Does anybody probably not. Baby? Kid, baby's kids video game no watch baby's what? kids what is baby never seen ba oh my god it was it's literally an animated it was an animated comedy from i think the late 80s early 90s and it was based on a comedian's stand-up routine about these shitty ass kids that nobody wanted to babysit they were called baby's kids and like he ended up getting stuck babysitting and he had to take me to a theme park and that's a fucking movie and they made a video game based on it <laughs> I grew up watching that damn movie. It's a great movie. It's hilarious. But okay, okay. all right. <laughs> More scary. Never thought you'd hear that one today, did you? No, no. <laughs> um, the music for this movie was done by Alan Silvestri, who 
is always fantastic and all the scores that he does. And I think the score is definitely one of the major, you know, positives for this movie. It's, I think it's great. Very Dude, memorable. He cheated and just took Christmas music and slightly changed it. Because <laughs> other composers don't do that shit already. <laughs> just kidding. I don't know, dude. It was fine. Maybe. I don't know either. <laughs> so, of course, Tom Hanks was behind the, the reason this movie got made. He got the book rights and he was trying to shop it around. And, of course, it ended up, you know, he ended up giving it to Robert Zemeckis, who he had, you know, done work with you know a few times before and originally it was gonna be live action but zemeckis came out and said it would have cost a billion dollars to make this movie in live action so we can make it for way cheaper if we do it you know animated and it'll it'll keep the um the magic of the book in the in the you know the um illustrations and how the book is perceived by children so they turned it into what we got um, and originally, Tom Hanks was asked to play every role in the movie. Like he was going I mean, to be the only it. actor. But I guess at one point, no. he was exhausted to the point where Zemeckis was like, "Okay, we have to find other people to play other things." <laughs> I mean, he can play the ladies as well. <laughs> That's wild. Yeah, it's it's insane. Uh, the premiere for this movie took place in Grand Rapids, Michigan, which is where Hero Boy is from, or where Hero Boy and Billy are from, uh, which Poor is child. the which is the hometown of Chris Van Allberg, the author of the book. Makes sense. And the address of Billy is Robert Zemeckis's childhood address. The whoa. The store they go by. Is that a real store? Yes, that was a store that was actually in Grand Rapids, Michigan, where Chris Van Allberg would go as a kid to go sit on Santa's lap. That's pretty cool. Wow. That's sweet. When was the book written? Um, Let's see. Hold. I didn't look. Oh, 1985. Okay. Just curious. Because I think think, uh, this was written... in 85 and then jumanji was written close to like the late 80s or early 90s hmm. did he have anything to do with zathura <laughs> i probably because i think <laughs> i i would i would guess because isn't jumanji it isn't it just so. yeah it's just jumanji <laughs> in space yes because everything needs to go to space <laughs> i want to find a board game like that like the haunted version of a board game but it'd just be like life and you're like shit. You just start getting like bills and stuff. You end up with more kids and child support. Like, what's going on? So yes, he did write Zathura. That came out in 2002. I, you know, it's funny. I thought Zathura, or however you say it, was always a sequel to Jumanji. And then I grew up and realized that they're just like completely different things, which is wild. Yeah. So. According to Wikipedia, and you know how much you can rely on Wikipedia to give you the most accurate information. So Zathura was written in 2002, and it says the book is a sequel to the 1981 children's book Jumanji. Mm. So there's more haunted board games in that universe, says is what you're the, telling me. The visual and textual references are made to Jumanji in the story. So there you go. Was that not in the movie? I, I haven't seen Zathura in forever. I, I haven't seen Zathura since it came out, and I just remember yeah. it had Josh Hutcherson in it, and I had Dak Shepard. Yeah. Dak <laughs> Shepard. I just remember watching and think, this shit's just Jumanji in space. Yeah, like, that's, 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 I mean, it is. Seriously, though, 
Chris Van Allberg's books are always I, my favorite things about him is just the illustrations. His illustrations are so good, especially Jumanji, because you get to see it. Like sometimes you're like, man, the monkeys in this book look so much better than those really bad CGI monkeys from the movie. <laughs> oh, and also Jumanji came out before Polar Express because I just said it came out in 81 where this came out in 85. Yep. <clears throat> are we ready to talk about the plot of this movie? Yep. Maybe. <gasps> Let's do it. So we're waiting for the sounds of Santa as uh, our hero boy is pacing his room, trying to he's trying to catch Santa by surprise. He goes downstairs and nothing's happened yet. There's no presents underneath the tree. The cookies and milk are still there. But then he hears his parents with his sister and he's like, oh, got to go back upstairs. And he goes back into his room and he's pretty much you realize that this kid literally just he just doesn't believe in Santa anymore. And he's got like paper uh, newspaper clippings like of uh, from magazines and newspapers and stuff of just like why Santa's a fraud or like Santa doesn't exist and all that stuff. And then you also have the picture of him sitting on Santa's lap, pulling on the beard. Yeah, it's like I just like of these these clips and just like Santa's role in World War Two, Santa <laughs> Manor myth, Santa did he disrupt the stock market? Like what? The, like what is this? What this reality out of his is mind? This? <laughs> and uh, he's stealing cubcaps and throwing them at his dad, yeah. or trying to kill his sister with him, <laughs> fucking Mortal Kombat style. <laughs> But he spies on his parents putting his sister to bed, who, of course, the sister still believes. And, of course, she asks the parents if they believe. And, of course, they lie to her because that's what you do to your children. You lie to their faces. That's right. And he has to rush back into bed and fall and pretend like he's sleeping. And I love how the parents come in and like, I mean, he's he's out like a light. Nothing's going to wait. Not even a locomotive is going to wake him up. Express train. Oh, yeah. so topical. And, 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 and I just love how he's faking it. He's just like, well, I guess it's just the end of the magic. And and that's and Hero Boy's like, well, Dad just sold me on the fact that Santa doesn't exist. Thanks, Did we mentioned Dad. That Tom. Tom, oh, Tom Hanks, Hanks also is the, the dad. Yeah. So, yeah, so Tom, Tom Hanks. Hanks is the narrator, who uh, you figure out is the older version of our main character. He's also the dad, which he just plays himself. And you never actually see the parents like in full view. It's always they're always obscure or blurred out. But you can always you're, you're like, yeah, that's that's Tom Hanks. It's like cow and chicken. Yeah, <laughs> sure. <laughs> Didn't think that was going to be referenced in here. <laughs> oh, and uh, Courage the Cowardly Dog. You but, never see the the one lady. Yeah, you it's like him. Toy Story. They never show the humans. It's the same deal. But oh, the well, they never they see the that. adults except for the damn toy store owner yes yeah. and the muppets my question is why does christmas fever not play during this movie <laughs> <laughs> fucking movie yeah, we'll you want some christmas fever <laughs> i'm glad we could reference our last episode of this one. Oh uh, yeah go mm. listen go listen to our silent night deadly night episode <laughs> so something shows up he gets excited he grabs his robe. It rips the pocket. Pay attention. It drops to that. his fucking marbles, dude. Who cares? They're fucking marbles. He runs out I'm of the. Surprised that wasn't your weapon in the game. You weren't just like pew, 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 like marbles. That was a missed opportunity. Wow, a marble gun. Yes. No, or just like one of those like slingshots. Yeah. Like, all right, dirt bag, get back. <laughs> so 
he goes outside and there's a goddamn train just in the middle of his street. There's no train tracks there. How's the train even there? What's going on here? So he goes <laughs> out there. Misplaced as a train. Falls out of shit. the sky. <laughs> would, listen, if, if, if you were this kid, would you go outside? Hell Not no. a chance. Look at me. Fuck I'm no. small and short and skinny. I wouldn't be able to defend myself. <laughs> I'd be hiding under the bed. Dude, I know this is like pre, you know, creepy vans with free candy on the side, but come the fuck on, kid. To like hop on this mysterious train. Well, I don't know where these train tracks came from. Yeah, it's don't like talk to ra- strangers. My ass, he fucking invites himself on the train. <laughs> I know. Well, you don't have to go. <laughs> the reverse psychology. He almost makes the right choice, right? Yeah. <laughs> then he changes his mind. You get the all aboard from the conductor. He, of course, has his own like pre uh, written speech he gives to each kid about like, you know, Oh, so I, I know that you have stopped believing or like uh, you didn't sit on Santa's lap this year. You didn't write him a letter. You made your sister put out the cookies and milk. So, you know, I think you should get on this train. I was like, and I'd be like, I don't think that's a valid. Those are valid excuses (laughs) for me to hop on this train with you, sir. Even more. I just figured something out. I just had the biggest epiphany moment right now. This train, I know we'll talk about it in a minute. It's not a fucking spoiler. It's an old ass book slash movie. The fucking ghost and shit on the train. He's like a demon from The Conjuring. You can't give, you can't, he can't take your soul. You have to give it. And they could go into those zones that manipulate time where time doesn't flow. That's why nobody knew the train was there. That's why it's been five minutes forever later in the movie. That's why, dude. He's a fucking demon from The Conjuring. <laughs> blew his we've, mind. we've come up with our own universe, Dan. We finally did it. I'm we did it. <laughs> you, you literally blew Joey's mind. <laughs> it's, dude, it's <laughs> Joey, are you okay? <laughs> what, what the hell, man? <laughs> he, he gave his soul? Yes. <laughs> He's dead all along. He's been dead the whole time. I'm a little lightheaded, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Joey's going to end up having God. nightmares tonight. Oh. What the hell? <laughs> so, so pretty much <laughs> while Joey is trying to figure out what the fuck is happening here. So pretty much the, the, the basis of the Polar Express is once you stop believing, the Polar Express is like, we're going to make you believe by bringing you to the fucking source. <laughs> so, I believe, man. I believe. <laughs> I don't want to go. <laughs> so off to the North Pole. <laughs> so this is when you meet Know-It-All Kid. And God, he is awful. God. Just annoying. Um, I'm not going to say he's awful. He's just he's a, a know-it-all kid. Like we all. Stop talking. I feel like we all like, knew sh- this this kid or maybe was this kid when we were growing up uh, i know when it came to movies i was probably this kid i was like <laughs> I was no way. in yeah. jurassic park actually yeah and four classic sharky and hush starred by ben stiller and you know, <laughs> my teachers me. had to talk to my parents about me not talking because <laughs> oh, i Lord. was so quiet i i never shut up so this was absolutely me. So I was sorry. definitely not was know like, it all kid. Yeah, I was this kid with movies and football. That was that was me. Um, so they passed the. Uh, I don't remember what the stores is. It Herpesheimers. <laughs> I think they make a cream for that. 
Herpensheimers. <laughs> Bro, I can't wait to go over to Herpensheimers to get the present. I can't see. Honey, can I you hop see. over at Herpensheimers? He's, he's been blinded by Christmas joy. <laughs> get all Herpensheimers. Oh, God. Oh. Yeah, if Herpensheimers are still there, I'm going to go. I just want to go. I have to show you something. <laughs> Speaking of... Uh, I'm dying. Live, damn you! I'm never. Well, I would never shop at a place called Herbie Jacks or whatever it's called. That's just unreal. I would want to do it just to say I'd been there. Oh my god! Herpensheimers are saying don't wash off. Oh my god! Oh my. Okay, I'll stop. I'll stop. God. You're making my eyes water. I can't see. It's probably the hardest I've ever laughed on this fucking show. <laughs> <laughs> and I fucking said the word. Oh my god. So the <laughs> they go by the store where they sit on Santa's lap and they're all like, oh the store Herpesheimers. <laughs> it's never gonna And then our shit ass hero is like, it's just a fucking mechanical Santa Claus. Like, he's oh. not everywhere, dude. Come yeah, he on. gives a little shit eating grin. Like, oh. you shut the hell up, kid. That's you're the reason you're on this train. Holy Christ. Exactly. It's his fucking fault. <laughs> Jesus. Um so this is when you get the ticket scene where the conductor goes around and asks for tickets. You know, Hero Boy doesn't know he has one until he magically pulls one out of the non-ripped pocket. And uh, the conductor does some cool, fast uh, design work or letter work on the tickets. And you only get like a couple letters on the first go. So like everybody's trying to figure out what it says. I can't remember. What is the what are the first letters that know-it-all kid gets? L-E. <laughs> Like what, is that? what does that mean? <laughs> and the name of the store is Her <laughs> Herple Shimers. <laughs> so, so I was close. <laughs> you were right there, I dude. Was so close. It wasn't it's even funnier. Herple Shimer. <laughs> I mean, it still yeah. sounds like an STD. I think it's it's be, I think we just keep it as Herp Shimers, and we're good. Okay. <laughs> and this is when, of course, you get the hey. Now we're heading to the other side of the tracks, and you're like, oh damn. And then you get like. You pull in front of this house, which, to be honest, this is where I want to live because there's no one around me. There's no neighbors. Yeah. Like, no I'm, neighbors. yeah, yeah I, this is where I want to be. <laughs> that house in today's economy, easy 300,000. Oh, absolutely. No, absolutely. absolutely. No fucking doubt. And of course, you get, you see the whole interaction between the conductor and uh, the kid we find out is named Billy. And, you know, it's the same conversation that the conductor and Hero Boy had, but you see it from Hero Boy's perspective. And then you see, like, he's shy. He doesn't want to go on. So he backs up and then the train leaves. And then he has to run on. He has to chase down the train. And it's like, you're like, like, come on, kid, you can do it. <laughs> and then he fucking goes <laughs> face first into the snow. And you're like, no. But then Hero so Boy pulls on that lever to stop the train. And uh, I like how the conductor comes in. He's all pissed off, but then he's like understanding because he's like, yeah, I was just trying to make it so the kid could get on. He's like, all right, I guess that's all right. This, this is an alternate reality uh, where what? Billy from Silent Night, Deadly Night doesn't become it. His parents don't get killed. <laughs> <laughs> and this is him as he starts to not believe in Santa, but ends up believing in Santa. It doesn't become a serial killer. This is the same guy. It all links. It all links. Oh, wait. <laughs> 
this is where we get the hot chocolate song and dance, which is actually pretty cool. I actually Maybe like this. Maybe hot chocolate, though. Oh, absolutely. But I really like the the whole choreography of it. And, you know, I just love the the whole thing with the guys are riding around on the cart. They're not they're not pushing it. They're just riding it. <laughs> they're just flipping the cups everywhere. Yeah. yeah. That's in the so game. There's a, that's oh, cool. okay. Yeah. There's a TikTok that I watched of a Polar Express train doing that dance. And I was like, damn it. Why does California have to have all the cool shit? I think there's well, a Polar Express. Awesome. I think there's a Polar Express somewhere near me or within at least an hour. We of have me. one here too, but you just go and you ride like in your pajamas. Yeah, and, and you like ride. ride to a certain distance down the track and then they back up the train. That was me yeah. when I was a kid. And you get like hot chocolate, children. but you don't get song and dance like that. We're gonna go about a hundred yards down the track and then we're gonna reverse. Yeah. <laughs> have fun. <laughs> I don't know about you, but I would not step foot on that train. <laughs> no, you guys fun. are playing a dangerous game with that. Forget that. <laughs> Old Joey C is not getting on that train. Yeah, dude. They think they can fool me. Oh, we're just going to go 100 feet down the track. Yeah, 100 feet into hell. Good yeah. Lord. Fucking opening. Oh, Lord. I ain't doing it. Not You're going to go up the hill and then rant magically like uh, you're on a roller coaster. Also, know it all kid tells us what kind of train it is. It's the Pierre Marquette locomotive 1225. There you go. Yeah. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> you got the girl, a uh, hero girl who brings the hot chocolate to the kid in the back. Uh, I love Why how is the- that guy segregated from the rest of children. I don't think he really is. I think he's, be- he's just choosing to be. He's the lonely kid. He, he's he's, he's shy. Scared. He's yeah. You know? So that's where because when he gets on the train, he looks into the car with all the kids and decides to go into the empty car. Oh, okay. There's too many people. <clears throat> but I love how you are always like at moments, you're always trying to feel like, is the conductor a douche? And then like, he always redeems himself. He does like, have those moments. He's yeah, like, what do you think you're going with that hot chocolate? And she's like, I just want to bring it to the kid in the back. He's like, all right, let me bring you there. Yep. <laughs> and then we get a whole sequence of events that just literally make me scratch my head and go, what the fuck are you doing? It is. The conductor brings Hero Girl to the uh, to the lonely kid, and so Hero Boy finds her ticket, and he's like, "Oh, she forgot her ticket." And I'm like, "She's with the conductor. What is going to happen?" Yeah, so she's going to come back. I hope. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so he, I don't know. <laughs> so he tries to bring her ticket to her, and of course he walks out of the car into the fucking elements and the ticket flies away and then we get a whole journey of the ticket going you know flying through the air and then a, an eagle snatches it feeds it to the baby which that is a horrifying sight of this baby bird <sighs> just in, just eating this you ticket spitting it. it out and then i like how it turns into a snowball and rolls down the hill and then magically becomes perfectly flat yeah. with no creases <laughs> on it it just yep. flies away uh, so it this, wasn't just chewed up and spit back out. This was supposed to be kind of like an homage to the feather scene from Forrest Gump. Oh, we just assumed it was a Rube Goldberg machine. Oh, I, I, that I figured this was just a, it was just like the musical number. This is just a, hey, this is our CG movie. Look what we can do. Oh, I yeah. Guess, it was like, let's pad the runtime a little bit. We'll have this spectacle. Yeah. It was fine. That's just yeah. what it felt like. Yeah, I thought it looked cool. It's in the game. Do you play as the ticket? You do not place the ticket. <laughs> Damn. 
you just grow some legs and arms and an eyes open up. You're like, oh, <laughs> I'm Tommy Jesus. the Ticket. Let's <laughs> <laughs> get back to the train. <laughs> Tommy the Ticket. <laughs> so the ticket finds its way back onto the train. It's kind of like in the heating vent there, and um, no one notices it. But then when the conductor brings her back, he asks for her ticket, and she's like, oh, well, it was right here. And so he's like, all right, well, now it's time to bring you back to the car we just came from. And, of course, Hero Boy finds the ticket, tries to catch up with them. But And, of course, Know-It-All is always the darkest person here. He's like, yeah, he's going to throw her off the train. It's just common. You know, that's <laughs> that's the way it goes. It's like when you don't have your ticket, you just get thrown off the train. And he's like, oh, shit, no. <laughs> he goes back there. They're not around. And so he thinks they went to the top of the train. Like, the conductor just brought this child to the top of the train to walk across it. I was like, wow, this is horrible. Is this all in the game? Please tell yes, me. Yes, it is. And it's the most horrifying section of the game because <laughs> when the when the kid's on the roof, you got like street lights or like signal lights flying towards you in the fog and you have like a second to like move out of the way and it's fucking scary. Or you become uh, Dennis Hopper from Speed. If you exactly. If you... <laughs> Bye. How come we didn't get a speed on a train? We only. Get... We did. We it was called. Uh, it was called Under Siege Two. With oh, Steven that's Seagal. right. I forgot. Yeah. Fuck <laughs> yes. you, Seagal, man. you got me. Damn it. <laughs> oh. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, when he goes up into the train to tr on top of the train to try to catch up to them, he runs into uh, Hobo Tom Hanks. And yes, I can call him hobo, uh, a hobo, because that is what he's called in this movie. So I believe they politically them, correct. Um, I believe they called him housing deficient. In this movie, mm. he is a hobo. <laughs> <laughs> Residentially just, deficient. Or, yeah, they, I just want to know how his um, his fire is still going. Uh, uh, Angela, if you didn't know, he was a ghost. I don't care. Christmas. This movie is an acid something. trip. <laughs> yeah. It's an absolute acid trip, man. Because you see him underneath the train with the ticket. I was like, yeah, why yeah, is that can... man under there? Yeah. And then whatever, just hanging out. whatever he gives Hero Boy to drink. I'm like, is that tar water? It's like his ass rash. It's like <laughs> then you see him, But then you see him pull his sock out of it, and I'm like, Oh God! Keeps him awake. It's stout. <laughs> stout. <laughs> so, yeah, he has a conversation with the hobo, and he talks about Santa. And he talks about the Polar Express and how he is the king of the Polar Express. He can ride it whenever he wants. He doesn't even have to have a ticket. And he's like, "Okay, we're gonna go find your friends. So let's go." So they start to go, but of course, like Hero Boy can never keep up with anybody. So the he just disappears into the blizzard. And so he finally is able to, like, he's trying to catch up. He's falling down. He thinks he's dreaming, so he's trying to wake himself up. It's not working. <laughs> I do like the, the I do like the fact where he turns. The last thing the hobo says when he turns to him, he's like, "Do you believe in ghosts?" And then that's when he kind of like disappears. And you're like, "Oh shit, it's a horror movie." Yeah, <laughs> it is, yeah, one thousand percent. But then he shows back up, and he's wearing skis. And the freaking hero boy jumps on his back and they're freaking they go. The, the train is going up this massive hill. They're sliding backwards. I'm I'm shitting myself. And then they go down the hill and then he's doing a cool fucking 
skiing down the top on top of the train like what the fuck it's is it's the best here? part of the game for the record so <laughs> much oh, fun but you I'm actually control the hobo fast, it's fucking how awesome fast they <laughs> yes they can go way faster than the train was going and of course they have to get to a certain point they got to get to the front of the train before they get to flat top tunnel which has no clearance pretty much if you're not one inch yeah if you if you're not below it you're gonna get fucking taken out and of course it's one of those like last second hero boy makes it but when the hobo hits the wall he disappears you're like oh oh shit why is it called like why does it have a demon head to make it scary dan but why do they call it something like demon head tunnel or satan's know. deep throat i was why waiting for like uh <laughs> he I takes was, that whole train baby i was waiting for like i was waiting for like kid at play to like like it's like a statue of him with his like flat top you know from house Party. Oh. yeah or it's guy i saw fire. him in a i saw him in a commercial for like progressive i was like what? that's kid from kid at play damn we're getting old people. Uh, We're getting old. Hobo to just do the whole Looney Tunes thing where he hits the tunnel and you just see. Him. Oh, that would have been so oh, much yeah. better. <laughs> Slide in this yeah, yeah. That would have been so much better. So here boy gets to the front of the train and the girl is just sitting there and she's in charge of driving the train, I guess. <laughs> she's like, yeah, they taught me how to do it. Like that, you know, that's the break. That is the throttle, blah, blah, blah. And then we meet the engineers who are just trying to change a light bulb on the front of the train. <laughs> and you have the one that has the really long beard who keeps getting it tugged and he keeps like, you know, screaming in pain because it hurts. That's a work hazard. You can't do that. OSHA would. I was going to say he has yet. To <laughs> I don't think OSHA has anything to do with this fucking train. Probably not. Probably He's yet not. to light his beard on fire. <laughs> Just that's saying. a good point what if he's just a really tall elf but still when he's putting the coal in the fire that's true where his beard is going the opposite direction he's got red hair right yeah and this makes me think of santa claus is coming to town do you think he's related to santa claus could be he could be like, like his distant cousin could be you know yeah, it's possible is this jangle <laughs> jingle bells oh, and jangle bells. It's jingle and jangle. Yes. It's jangle from uh, You Were That a Santa Claus? After yes. their mishap with getting, like, in the run with the law and stuff, they got demoted to engineer duty. I don't know. These dudes fucking kill it at driving yeah, a fucking train, all right? Yeah, yeah, they do. Finding that fucking pin. So they have to stop really suddenly because there's caribou crossing uh, the yeah. track. I love how the the conductor has to use the beard and his his painful screams to clear the caribou <laughs> from the tracks. Yes. Um. In so then we get the uh, whole scene where the engineers have the blunder where the pin comes out of the control and they're trying to catch it and everything. If you look real carefully, there's a flux capacitor in the tr in the uh, train car in the no. actual, like engine car. That's cheating. No uh, way. Well, of oh. course. It's, it's, so, yeah. So I don't know if it it could be for two reasons. It could one one of the main probably the most obvious reason is the fact that Robert Zemeckis directed the Back to the Future movies. But two, maybe the Polar Express is a time machine. And we'll mention we'll talk a little bit more of why that might be at the end of uh, of the plot breakdown. Okay. So, yeah, they go. It's a whole thing. The, the Of course, right. they can't slow down the train. 
the train, the tracks, of course, turn into a fucking roller coaster at Six Flags. You know, you're just freaking going through. It, I, they like twister themselves to the front. Yeah, yeah they literally. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I did not know you were going to say that. I'm so sorry. They literally said, do that. Yeah. They're gonna, they're gonna strap themselves to this metal oh. beam like Hang they do on, Twister. Joe. Like. <laughs> <laughs> yes, and yeah, they, they finally he finally takes the pin out of his hair. One of the engineers, and you he find out he's got really long all. hair. Yeah, <laughs> he's got this yeah. little bun going on, and he oh, fixes well, the control. Holy hell! He's got I mean, he's got there. a lot of hair. <laughs> and of course, they're able to stop, but they're on ice now, which is terrifying. So then they they get the, the train back going, and the this is when the conductor is like on top of the train telling them where to go. And it's literally like Polar Express Tokyo Drift on the ice here. We're like, yeah, I saw what I said. You know, I said I didn't know trains left, could drift. Right. And the train, <laughs> so, like, imagine being like the thing, the thing that they didn't do, and I wish they did, was show the view of the kids in the car. Like, holy oh, fuck. just like, I mean, just crazy. That's what I was saying. Like, there's pass. passengers back there. Just getting <laughs> tossed from side to side. Oh. I want to say something because actually, I think it was during the whole downs, downhill thing with the train when it was running. It was a runaway train or whatever. Yeah. It's when the, the hero girl and the conductor almost fall off. Is that that scene? When the, the the hero boy grabs him, and but then the the ghost grabs him. Oh yeah, it pulls yeah. him back, and then he just vanishes into the ether. And like the kids, like fuck, this has to be from the hot chocolate. I'm tripping so bad. Because right? <laughs> he tells him to be quiet, like oh. don't say anything. Yeah, which is cool. Actually, I liked how that was shot. Like how he just like pff, like fades into snow. Anyway, but I was gonna also say, uh, for those of you that know, if you have seen it, because you were talking about drifting, I told her there is a uh, if you're familiar with the anime Initial D. Which is, of course, all about drifting. Like it's it's an anime series about drifting. It's fantastic. Bunch of old eighties and nineties cars. But there's a parody anime about people who drift trains. <laughs> <laughs> and it was like a what? Like a few? Like a, like apparently there's a few issues. It's all just like I think it was an online comic. It's fucking hilarious. But that's what I, that made me think. I of. mean, I'm sure you could do it, but that train went in reverse. He's doing a double track I mean, drift. He did the whole the whole spin around and go. Yeah, that that's what I'm saying. Like, like, where's the view of the kids getting just tossed from the car here? <laughs> and then they go underwater, like they they, they crash yeah. through the ice. The cars do, and you're like, oh, I could just like piss in myself here. Like, if I was a kid, yeah. Back, like, what that's what I said. Oh, I'm like, they're all freaking out back there. Like, and nobody cares. Shit. But they make it, and. Hero girl gets her ticket finally punched, and she gets uh, what L and R on hers. Yeah, I think at the no L and, L and D. D. L and, L and D. D. Okay. Yeah, separate like like gapped. So this is when the conductor brings them through the abandoned toys car, and that's when you see the no. the hobo is controlling the Ebenezer Scrooge <laughs> uh, puppet, which is kind of a foreshadowing to the fact that Robert Zemeckis' next computer uh, animated film would be A Christmas Carol with Jim Carrey. So kind of plays into that. Mm. Um, so, yeah, it was pretty much this whole thing where Santa came up with the idea to find all these abandoned toys and bring them back to the North Hole and refurbish them and then, you know, give them to kids that will actually play with them. Uh, it's terrifying, though. It's really terrifying, especially the marionettes. Marionettes are just terrifying. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just pissed there wasn't a Charlie in the box. <laughs> I'm just, I made that reference there. I'm just I'm just I'm just thinking of like uh Puppet Master, you know, all the toys they just like cut their strings off and they're just walking around. 
You know, one's got blades for hands, and the other one's got six arms with guns. Puppet Master series is fucking wild. <laughs> um, so Lonely Boy, this is when they get to the back of the train, and we get the song, the When Christmas Comes to Town. Where are you, Christmas? <laughs> I just... They all need a song. <laughs> they all need a musical number. I, yep. I just love, though, that the hero boy never sings. He just sits in the back and like, this is cool. <laughs> I'm here. He's I'm like, the solid I'll, protagonist. I'll go ahead and sing. I'm fine. Oh, also, the one of the puppets in the car was also a Pinocchio puppet. Did you see the Pinocchio puppet with the broken nose? That's like the first no. one you see really up close. Yeah. yeah. Oh, wow. Again, I guess another I didn't foreshadowing to the fact that he would ruin Pinocchio. Um, yep. <laughs> they see the Northern Lights, which is cool. And this is when they finally make it to the North Pole. And this is when the conductor takes off his cap, and I'm like, "Whoa, yeah, <laughs> polish." Wasn't expecting I, I mean, that. All right, he is quite clean. <laughs> I was like, "Someone forgot his Rogaine." Um, <laughs> you can see your reflection in that hat. <laughs> I was yeah, waiting. Watch- the thing was, is I was waiting because he's like, "Oh, I was. I made it five minutes early," and he takes off his cap, and I was waiting for him to like wipe down his head but he just wipes down his mouth i was like oh man you gotta you got the shiny <laughs> dome you gotta take you gotta wipe that thing <laughs> yeah he's sweating from everywhere so this is when the kids are told that christmas officially starts once santa gives the first gift of christmas also you have to remember that it is eleven fifty-five for like 35 minutes yep yes and the reasoning behind that is that it doesn't the time doesn't start until that gift is given because that's when Santa end, ends up leaving the North Pole. So they go back to they so they finally get to the North Pole. They all get out, you know, the conductor's trying to get him orderly to go to work, you know, to meet Santa and Hero Boy and Hero Girl go back to get Lonely Boy and the car becomes detached from the rest of the train and it rolls down into this crazy another roller coaster ride um till it gets to like i i was just like thomas the tank engines like train car (laughs) yard i was just (laughs) i just talked about that i was just on another podcast and i fucking talked about thomas the tank i just uh, you know what made it terrifying is like you see all the the empty uh like where the trains are stored but you just see out of the shadows it's just thomas's face you don't see the rest of the train it's just thomas's face like look out (laughs) but the kids never notice it it's just one of those things you're like oh my god run (laughs) (laughs) oh shit oh no they end up stopping on this turntable oh yeah that's how they turn to get out so they get out of the train car they hear a bell they go towards the bell they do they have to walk across uh a terrifying track because it's got a bunch of holes in it and if they fall they die uh don't worry guys it's just a dream (laughs) yeah Mm, it's just a dream (laughs) so they run into the most new york elves i've ever seen in my life (laughs) oh man so dude it's it's like sir so we got steven from new jersey (laughs) jersey (laughs) so this was a um a nod to steven spielberg uh because steven spielberg is from new jersey and he the whole thing was like the kid would like bully his sisters and i guess that was something that he did when he was a kid 
Wow. So that was a whole thing for him. Yeah. Really? That's yeah. okay. And then uh, they ride on the tube thing. <laughs> they get into that tube. Just <laughs> like, damn. Like at the bank. <laughs> that's literally what it is. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what it is. <laughs> also in the game. Oh, there you go. What, what do you have to do in that part? I forgot. You have to like move side to side and avoid like the things in the tube. It's like the most motion sickness thing ever. Yeah. It's oh, super fast paced. It's horrible. So they get to like the present wrapping section and then the present sorting section. And Lonely Boy finds a gift that's going to his house. And so he really the needs to get to chances. it. Yeah, right. It's one out gift of a million to it. fucking gifts there. Oh, well, look, it's my fucking toy truck. Yeah. I mean, the thing we is, don't... is it's only one gift that com- that comes out, which makes no sense to me. Like one present. Like I, it would have been more fun if like just presents just start fucking coming out of every hole in the wall. And <laughs> yeah, exactly. They're like, because they said like they got one last one. Like, what are those guys doing? We gotta get out of here. Oh man, I just love the clumsy walking that Lonely Boy does with those big swamp boots on, He's just like <laughs> yeah. clombering along, almost falling on his face every damn time. They were uh, hand me downs; so they were a few sizes too big. I think the thing that is hilarious, and of course, I always have to mention um, my wife's opinions on movies that we watch for the show, and constantly as we're watching, she's like, "What the fuck is going on with their faces?" <laughs> lifeless there's no emotion in these faces there is no Horrifying. like it's just one one face the entire time me and hero girl when you first meet her and she's like hunched over like this i'm like she's creepy yeah <laughs> am i smiling <laughs> it's, it's horrible uh <laughs> it's like- so like fucking jaws, like black dead eyes, like a doll's eyes. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. So, of course, the kid wants to see his present, so he chases it, grabs onto it, and then they ride down. The best, the thing that I would ride out of any of like the roller coaster rides on the train, this is the thing I would happily ride down. Just the yep. sweet slide as you know, they go down and then they land into a gigantic pile of presents that somehow has not fallen over. Um, yeah, and this kid will not let go of his fucking present. He will either. not let go. He's not no. wearing a bunny suit, though. Um, mm. So they then get wrapped up, like the, the big Santa sack. Santa's sack of souls. <laughs> not his not his dangle bobs. Shit, he dropped into Krampus's lair. Fucking <laughs> 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 desolate and scary. <laughs> Put you in a snow globe, you little cocksucker. <laughs> Oh, God. Why is he sharpening that candy cane, mister? (laughs) So they get, yeah, they get put in the sack and then they get brought outside in like a fucking hot air balloon transport (laughs) that when they need to get lowered, they have to do it just like when you want to make your balloon fart when you were a kid. You know, you blew up a balloon (laughs) and you want to, that's how they got to lower it. Johnson, make it queef. <laughs> <laughs> and the funniest thing is, just like I like how the conductor, who's probably done this job for 
who is this man immortal? We don't know, but he's probably been doing this job for a long time. He's like, I'm just a conductor here. I don't know much about that flying contraption you got up there, but you're coming in a little low. <laughs> like, <laughs> he's, just, he's a know-it-all, dude. The conductor just knows all. <laughs> It's like dinosaur train. Yeah, it is oh, conducted fuck. from dinosaur train. <laughs> so they find know-it-all kid in there because know-it-all kid's got to be terrifying and grabs onto Billy's leg. He's <laughs> like dragging him down into the toy. It's like Buzz when he's stuck in the uh, the alien fucking grabber oh, pit the, and yeah, the pizza planet. Get off, you grabber. Well, it is taught well. Yeah, Tom sure. Hanks was yeah. in this scene, then yes. <laughs> yeah, and they end up, uh, you get the crazy scene where they end up pulling up, but they're not pulling up fast enough, and they knock the fucking star off the tree, Ooh. and the yeah. tree and falls. And I'm like, oh my, and then the elves do look crazy, like, ah, the fucking Mission Impossible fucking swan dives out of a plane. It just starts... <laughs> It no. just starts playing here, like rock me like a hurricane. Yeah. <laughs> They're the elves from um, Santa Claus. They have to yeah. yes. Yep. And they saved like a thousand people from being decapitated. <laughs> yes. well, you, you had the one elf who literally had his nose like broken because it like <laughs> almost squished him. <laughs> they grab it right before it hits the ground and bring it back up to the top of the tree. Oh, I'm like, jeez, has this happened before? <laughs> yeah. it's gonna stop letting kids to the north pole at this rate Jesus. They prepared uh, for a terrorist this. attack My, oh yeah all it. the kids that don't believe in santa there's six of them yeah <laughs> right six <laughs> out of the seven billion kids we also six. we also needed this seven car train for six children <laughs> i know God. only ones filled with abandoned you toys see. you see two cars oh god out of and the engine, and that's it. Like, where's everybody? Where's everybody else? They well, according to the cool. video game, one is the kitchen, one is the uh, puppet's shack, uh, separate from the the used car or the used uh, toy car. Uh, so there's you do see three different kitchens. Who are there? I don't see any food going out. I just see hot chocolate. So you know. I mean, maybe they need like a one, two, three for hot chocolate. Like they have to start here. Did. That's no, I, I could. I was just wondering if the used toy car had like blow up dolls and vibrators in it. I mean, they are used, <laughs> they need to be refurbished too. That's true. Dude, what, what else get that job? These are like the dudes, they're like, This is like the motherfucker that knocked over the tree. Like, you're on sex toy, Marvin, for the next thousand years. <laughs> you're on Why sex work toy. What else practice? <laughs> I knew that was coming. You know what, Santa? <laughs> no one believes in you anymore. We already What's got the point? Walk, cry. What's the point of you going out walk, anymore, cry. Santa? No one believes in you anyways. You fucking idiot. <laughs> Merry Christmas, dude. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, oh, the reindeer... God. We, I, we, I love the the whole reindeer wrangling as they have to like bring them out. It's not just like the reindeer are just like, hey, I'm going to walk out. No, they're fucking like dragging the elves up in the air and shit. <laughs> they got to like attach them to the sleigh. And then Santa comes out to his fucking like, he's like a fucking wrestler, man. He's got, he's got his song <laughs> and everyone's got to <laughs> sing along to it. Okay. <laughs> Santa Claus <laughs> is coming to town. 
He is. Come on. Come on, Joey. You're a wrestling fan. This is 100% a wrestler's intro into the ring. No okay. Doubt. What kind of 1,000%? Is this, but he is like tall and skinny. Like, yeah. Hey, man. like, the dude I'm like, can't even see diet. him. I was like, get the fucking elves down in well, front. Jesus. And who does yeah. this? Listen, I like my boss at work, but he doesn't get a fucking grand entourage when he comes out. But it's just the all the fucking time. Man, yeah. He's like their fucking king. He's their dictator, man. He look at all oh, those yeah. slaves he I mean, has. He is a dictator. He's a fucking maniac. He's yes, he is. The children getting kidnapped and brought. He brought those poor children to his fucking lair. <laughs> he made his slaves do that. Mm. And Tom Hanks is like fucking. Hitler's right right hand man, man. He is. And yeah. Good lord. No, dude. He's yes. He's a fucking. He's like the Herald of Santa, dude. It's like Silver Surfer, like fucking oh, Tom God. Hanks. The <laughs> I was like, I'm thinking of he one like that's like less dark. It was like he's like Charon. He's like he's just harboring souls. <laughs> Jesus so wait a minute. Is is Tom Hanks the conductor? Just like a modern. Kind of like the ferryman, like a modern retelling of the ferryman. Like yeah, but they but they bring him home. Just, That's the thing is he doesn't keep him. Like it's not like they bring him to the North Pole and they're like, "You're here forever, boy," and they just turn him into one of the elves. There's a, there's a lot. There's a lot of background children in this. I'm not sure all of them got back on that train. Maybe. That's a good point. I only you saw only a see what what two two you only yeah. see two to turn uh, turn back into their families. Where did they go after that? <laughs> You just see like a, you, you see one quick scene where it's just a bunch of, it's just a billboard with like missing children pamph like fucking papers all over the place. Dude, listen, he goes all over the world. He's just he's just got to pick one every section, like every couple sections of the. It's just gonna be like a disappearance. There's no pattern. But then Hero Boy's gonna, you know, read the newspaper and be like missing children, and he's gonna have a new folder. Listen, it's, it's gonna be children. Yes, it's gonna be the poor kid because people that's a less likely thing, man. But it he was returned home. People. I'm just saying that's the ones that are gonna get targeted. So my question is <laughs> um the so when Take Santa comes out and his, you know, the everybody is singing Santa Claus is coming to town, uh and Hero Boy can't see him, can he not see him because he doesn't believe in him? Is that why he doesn't see him, or is he just really bad at looking in a direction? Like I see him. I, I don't maybe know. he needs his hey, glasses. You, you get like a POV, but like maybe he's like, I can't get a clear shot. Well, that's the thing. thing. It's like it's Billy and Santa. Billy like, can see him. He's standing right in front of him, and he is like six or seven inches shorter than him. And and Hero Boys is like, I can't see him, but yet when they show it from his view, you can I, see Santa. I mean, he has a he does have an elf butt in his face. Well, I'm just wondering if it's because he can't he doesn't believe. So maybe he doesn't. You know, see that might be the believe. case. Maybe. Yeah, that might maybe. be the case. It just makes sense because I was watching. They this do point, the thing with he... the bell, you know. Yeah, because he hasn't. He hasn't really said that he believes yet. Yeah. Do you that's think right. that's why Santa, like, if if he didn't have the train, like he could kidnap children that he that don't believe because they can't see him. He's like the predator of sexual predators. Because <laughs> he's invisible. <laughs> Fuck. 
scoops him up, puts him in his bag. Like, I can't see anything. He's like, I'm here. I'm always here. Stuff's in his bag. <laughs> well, I didn't think I'd go that far, but. Well, that doesn't have to really be that. He are we, are we shocked, Angela? Stuff. Are we shocked? No, with how far I'm not. He goes? You know how long I've been married to him? <laughs> we got I've Joey all in. He's, he, he looks. Like he, he doesn't know what he just heard. Okay, let's just nix the sexual predator. Like he's just invisible. He can't. See, he doesn't kidnap kids. <laughs> I mean, where'd he go? I don't know. Santa didn't um, do Joey is going to have nightmares tonight because of you, Dan. Come, come back. We always do this. <laughs> he's going to write Parker like I never want to be on I, your podcast again. Christmas movies just and nightmares. I don't know. Just give me ideas. This is the most horrifying movie ever. <laughs> this is what the hell movie. is going on here? <laughs> That's why we do it, baby. <laughs> That's right. So they put the bell, the big line of bells on the reindeer, and one of them pops off and falls and to the to the ground. And Hero Boy picks it up, but when he rings it, he doesn't hear it. And that's when Santa just pops out of nowhere. He doesn't even make himself known. He just looks up. Santa's just like, "What's up, there, boy?" And you're like, "Whoa." <laughs> He's like, he's like, he's trying, the kid's trying to believe, right? He's like, I believe, I believe. And like, Santa's like Kratos behind him. He's like, like, what was that boy? (laughs) And he's like, I believe that. What did you say? And he's like, it's just like, good Lord. Oh, is that why he just puffs up like that? He just like, he's literally just like, I want to believe. And then he's just like, I heard you said you wanted to believe. Well, I'm here now. And you're like, whoa. And you're at least like an army recruiter. (laughs) Oh, you want to sign up? All right, let's go. (laughs) He's got more room for more elves. So he tells him about like, you know, why it's good to believe and all that stuff. And then they meet with the other children and it's time for Santa to pick the kid that's going to get the first gift of Christmas. And, of course, he puts know-it-all in his place. He's like, you need some patience, and you just need to chill the fuck out, okay? <laughs> You're fine. It's not been invented yet. There's some real ones. Yeah. Just calm down. Um, I think for Hero Girl, he talks about how, like, she is a good leader and stuff like that. And, like, she, you know, she's good at, like, bringing people together. Then you have Jimmy who or jimmy billy what the fuck's his name jimmy Jimmy (laughs) close enough we're talking about those new yorker elves and i just say jimmy (laughs) (laughs) oh man (laughs) this is the worst new york accent i've ever done in my life (laughs) my people are upset (laughs) i I, I apologize um yeah, so Billy gets, you know, pretty much gets told, like, hey, you have people around you who care for you, and, you you know, you have friends now. And he's like, yay, thanks, Santa. And then he's like, and for the gift, it's going to be this kid. And, and he's like, well, what about me? Are you going to tell me what uh, my, my whole thing? And he's like, no, come with me. And so they go on the sleigh. He asks him what he wants for Christmas, and then he whispers in his ear, and I'm guessing he just says he wants the bell, right? Because that's what he gets. He's like, this is the first gift of Christmas. And he holds up the bell. So we get the, and then we get Santa's exit from the North Pole, where you get the cool fucking magic rainbow whip that, that he uses and just fucking scares the shit out of everybody because he's got to fly <laughs> right over everybody's head. Like, come on, man. Like, everybody's like, yay, Santa, he almost decapitated us with the sleigh. <laughs> it's like, Jesus, man. And, uh, yeah, and then this is what he says, dash away, and then he, like, just fucking just vanishes, and a bunch of shit falls from the sky. And then, Joey, Brand this is shit. where... 
Then this is where they get a fucking elf party, and guess who's singing in the band for that elf party? That Steven is fucking, fucking Tyler of Aerosmith is the elf literally sitting on like a unicycle singing Jingle Bells, Jingle Bells. <laughs> yeah. That oh is my God. Tyler. What was I doing? I don't know. Uh, I was probably too, too concerned. So. No, I, I saw it. for the well-being. You didn't say anything. <laughs> I didn't. I was like, what the fuck is Steven Tyler doing? I just thought to myself, I was like, listen, <laughs> okay. this would have made way more sense if there wasn't a dumbass band and they just played uh, Don't Stop Believing." That would have made more sense. <laughs> it it would have worked. Like, yeah. like, no joke. Like, seriously, would have worked. Like, Journey. Yeah, I, think, I think they just wanted to keep it. They just wanted to keep it Christmas themed, you know? Just want to keep all those Christmas yeah, songs in there. Um, so this is the final hole punch scene where the conductor gives them their final message on their ticket. You have, uh, <laughs> Jesus Christ, know it all kid who gets his punch and he's like, lean. What does that mean? He's like, <laughs> maybe move your fucking finger, idiot. And it says, learn. <laughs> <I'm really>. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, oh, okay. I'm sorry. And then just walks Don't tell me how to read. Yeah. Oh. It means lay off the snacks. Don't get in the fucking <laughs> train. <laughs> um, I do like the, I like Billy's ticket because it's, uh, is this the one where it says depend on, rely on, count on? Where yeah. Every time he flips yeah. it, which I thought was pretty cool. And then Hero Girl gets hers punched and she's like, lead? What does that mean? And he's like, well, it also says lead. What are people teaching you in school, kids? <laughs> this is a Mega Man 2 thing, I'm telling you. you just, if, if those of you that know, fucking know. It's... <laughs> And then uh, the final one, uh, Hero Boy gets Believe. So Hero Boy gets back on the train. He's going to show off the bell. And he goes to reach into his pocket, and it's not there because he put it in the pocket with the hole. Now, supposedly, if you, the first time. if you listen close enough, when he is on the sleigh and he gets the bell, he puts it in his pocket while he is on the sleigh. And you can actually very subtly hear the bell hit the bottom, the floor of the sleigh. Indicating that it fell out of his pocket while he was in there. Oh, that's good. He didn't hear it. So, of course, he's really bummed. And to be honest, I've been bummed too. He gets uh, everybody goes home, and uh, this is when you know they wake up the next morning. It's Christmas morning, and they're opening their gifts. I like how there's the the uh, toy train that kind of looks like the Polar Express yeah. going through the you know under the tree. And the final gift is Hero Boy opens up and it's the bell. And in, I, I, I don't know if it's in the reflection here or if it's in the reflection when he puts it down, but you can actually see Santa in the yeah. bell. Yep. Yeah, I see. He has like that letter in there, like you left this on my seat. Don't yep. litter, you little piece of crap. It's <laughs> <laughs> so like I give you a gift and you drop it two seconds after I give it to you. Come on, man. And this is when you get the whole indication that. You know, uh, you know, as people get older, they stop believing. And so they can't hear the bell. And because the parents pick up the bell, it's like, oh, look at this. And then they they shake it. Oh, and they can't broken. hear anything. Oh, it's broken. That's I'm sorry, son. And give it back. And then you get the narrator who's Tom, voiced by Tom Hanks, who talks about how his sister, you know, at one point stopped hearing the bell and like his friends grew up and stopped hearing the bell. And but he never stopped believing. So he always was able to stop. <laughs> which to be honest is like so sad like this whole final yeah. diet like narration from tom hanks is just so sad 
And yeah. um yeah, that is the Polar Express. So there is a theory that has gone around, and I actually like this theory. And we were talking earlier about the flux capacitor being in the train, the possibility of making the train a time machine, which technically there was a train time machine in Back to the Future Part 3. Yep. So some believe that the conductor is a time traveler and that he is an older version of Hero Boy who is helping him believe in Santa again so that he can eventually turn into the conductor. See it. So he's just stuck in this like paradox of loop. nonstop cycle and he fucking just like <laughs> no wonder he lost all his hair. He's sick of going back there. He's yeah. done it forty thousand times. Like how many times now. do I gotta pick myself up? <laughs> I, I wonder if I also wonder if the 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 ghost on the train that is like a kid that got on and just never left. Yeah, oh. yeah. That's horrifying. He's like, I don't need a ticket. I've been here long enough. Because especially with the way he talks. Because he doesn't, like, even this takes place in the 50s. He talks like he's from old before then. Yeah. Like some of the lingo and shit he uses. So just a thought. That's a pretty damn good thought. I feel like there's a lot of theories you could come up with for this fucking mind fuck of a movie. (laughs) (laughs) This movie is horrifying, deranged unhinged the children are at risk the lizard they people also... are taking <laughs> over the yeah yeah yep. oh my god <laughs> well now let's talk about our thoughts on the movie our final thoughts on the movie joey after your most recent rewatch what'd you think of the polar express stay clear and you're gonna get the <laughs> urge to play the game don't stay away from both if you want to sleep peacefully at night hey listen to me i know you have trouble sleeping i know you i see you toss and turn at night you stay clear of this movie because this movie will screw with you and it'll make you always look behind you because there's always a creepy tom hanks behind you stay away this movie is horrifying right this movie is horrifying (laughs) Me and Grimace were on the couch, just like all snuggled up, like, oh my God, what's going to happen? I didn't, I didn't think this movie was so fucked up. I, when I, when I was 10 years old, when the movie came out, I'm thinking, boy, this is a great little Santa Claus movie. I love Christmas. And it's just, it's, it's utterly terrifying. No adult should ever view this movie. Because you're going to see the true horrors of what's happening to these poor children. Good Lord, save the kids. Hashtag. Yep, yep. I'm getting all worked up. Who wants to start over there? So our kids, um, our two youngest, have been watching it in school because it's it's about that time. Our daughter is like, I don't want to watch it with you because it made me sad. She's like like me. I don't like watching really like sad stuff. So I was like, that's fine. I'd never watched it before because this came out when I graduated high school. So? So? I was I was busy, sir. To watch movies? Yes. I didn't watch a lot of movies after I graduated high school because I was too busy with 
Well, that was admittedly it was like oh no 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 almost almost a little over a year after that. The year I graduated. It was a year later. You got graduated in '04. Yeah. We got together in '05. About a year later. We were talking before then. Anyways, I don't. I honestly don't know why I didn't watch it. I couldn't come up with a reason why. And then watching it, I was like, oh. There are parts I was disappointed with, like the creepy girl just sitting. Just her eyes. <laughs> and her she weird like smile. Like... And she was like hunched over. Like her back was like way far back. I was like, damn, she's creepy. But well, I she mean, has a condition. <laughs> Would I watch it again? If my kids asked me to, yeah, probably. I didn't not like it. It is, but it's not one of those that, you know. Hey, watch me again. It's a permanent staple on TBS and TNT now. It's literally on every day on Which either TBS fine. or TNT. Hey, I grew up in Georgia. Our Polar Express was the Coca Cola Bears. Just saying. Wait, so like the bears would kidnap you and try to bring you to the North Pole? No, did you never watch the Coca-Cola commercials with oh, the bears? Oh, of course the I did. Bears? They were on every 30 seconds, especially that, during the holidays. That was, my, that was my Polar Express. That's when commercials were fucking great. Now they suck. Oh. <laughs> Dude, the Coke commercials were the best. It's like when you're watching, like, you're watching TV. I mean, I know a lot of people don't watch, like, cable TV where there's actually commercials, but you get the... You know, a lot of the fucking stupid car insurance ads that are just horrible. And then you get the old school Hershey Bell commercial that's been playing yeah. for like 25 years. And I'm yeah. like, we need more of this. Bring this back. <laughs> yes. Yeah, exactly. Dan? Oh, uh, this is my first time watching it. Wow. As well. Wow. So it, same for her. Like I, 2004 would have been the year that I graduated. But mm, anyway. Uh, it just it it just wasn't there. Like when Christmas rolled around, it was with my family and stuff. My 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 mom, I think, had watched at that point. But I was like, I'm just gonna watch the shit that I grew up with. Like I don't need extra Christmas movies. I guess it just was like this movie came out. I remember seeing the game when I worked at GameStop. That was about it. Like I I don't like I, I don't really have much of a history. I knew about it, except for we when I worked at the movie theater. When I used to manage a movie theater for a couple of years, we always showed it. Like we'd have Christmas shows. People would request if there wasn't a Christmas themed movie at the time or whatever, they would request. Yeah, you'd get the the kids that came in with the school showings. Yeah, yeah we do. We do. Uh, that was my experience. I've seen a little bit of it through that, but that's it. Like my kids watched it. it I mean, it's it's a fine. It's okay. Like I get why this is nostalgic to people. Why people like this as a Christmas movie, and uh, yeah, it's it's fine. I mean, I, I mean, <laughs> obviously with the we started the movie and I was like, these character models aren't that bad. And then they started like doing more stuff. And I was like, these don't always work all the yeah. time. And then they? their mouths just do this. Yeah, it's, like, it's oh. just the fact that like the expressions don't change in any situation. Like there's no just, like scared face. There's no like, you know, ha, like laughing. Or, like, it's, it's literally like this the entire time. And you're like, let me just, I just, just let me watch Shrek, please. <laughs> like if I, I mean, just for early CG stuff, but anyway, in, in all seriousness, it's fine. It's okay. Like I, if somebody like had it on, yeah, I'd probably watch it, but it's not like anything I'd go to my way to watch. Yeah. The yeah. hot chocolate song was the best, 
but I've heard that one before. Yeah, I, that's, that's, I never that's have. I was like, is Tom Hanks going to sing? But I, I like, that was a good song. Does he not sing in this movie? No, he does. I didn't know that going in. Oh. Like, I assumed there'd be some musical number. <clears throat> that's it. Yeah, this was a this is a movie I've seen a lot. I've seen it a lot through my uh, not like I said, I was a teenager when it came out, but I love anime. I think animated movies were like my most viewed movies growing up, and so I didn't care how old I was. This was a, a movie I saw in theaters. I used to watch it every year before Christmas, and I still do because I have you know young kids. So of course, this is a movie that my kids like to watch, and so um, it's easily accessible to watch. So it gets watched every year, and. Um, the i think other than the character models that are kind of creepy uh everything else looks really good for 2004 i think especially for it being the first uh computer animated movie that warner brothers had done at the time so you know i think it, it looks and I, of course they improved on it with uh, christmas carol later on but um yeah no this is a this is one that i watch every year and I enjoy it for the creepiness. I'm glad my kids don't think it's creepy yet, but it's definitely fun and watching it as a different, like, you're like, oh my God, this <laughs> is <time>. horrifying. <laughs> but yeah, that is, uh, those are our thoughts on the movie. But now let's go to the social medias and see what some people thought of the Polar Express. We're going to start on Twitter slash X where we have our first comment from our good friend Darren from Nostalgia Cast, who said, I enjoy it quite a bit. Aside from the obvious stretching, I actually don't mind the dead eyes. Every Christmas classic, <laughs> in my opinion, should be a little bit creepy. <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> it goes with the territory, I think. Yes. Uh, our next one is from at Real Feels Pod, who said, enjoy the instrumental musical. That's about all that it's worth. But that's just me. Hope you like it. We have one from Screen Nerds Pod who said, I enjoy that film. It has been a long time since I just saw it. Since I last saw it. Since I just saw it. I can't read. Our next one is from Uncrewed Meteor who said, This movie still is in my top 10 Christmas movies. The art style, the music, especially that tran <laughs> train <laughs> drifting scene. It just itches that nostalgic part of my brain. Is the plot a little straightforward? Yes. Does the animation look a little dated? Yes. But that is what makes it memorable. You just they made me think of a meme. Holy fuck. Somebody posted this the other day, and it was like this gruff Italian dude. He's like, I refuse to believe the entire Siberian orchestra is trans. I was, <laughs> I've seen that a couple of times. I was like, you son of a bitch. It's and like was, boomers <laughs> when they realize that all of the... Uh, Siberian Orchestra is trans, and I'm like, fucking hell! <laughs> god damn it! <laughs> oh god. Um, we, and then our last one is at at late and confused. Who said I really enjoyed this? Yeah, it had its moments where it seemed kind of cheesy, but it also felt perfect all around for Christmas. Plus, I think the hot chocolate scene is definitely one of the best in the movie. All right, time to go to I the other agree. socials. Hot chocolate is good. I I the right, next, next, right next cold morning i like to put in if it's cold in the morning we fuel up the vans i like to try to get one if i can but you won't bring me coffee yep sorry babe i'm at work so <laughs> we got one over on threads we got one from uh patron uh, jason from uh seeing that reviews who says it's grown on me as i've gotten older the sylvester score really elevates it I thought he was just talking about Sylvester Stallone. I was like, I do not remember him in this fucking movie. <laughs> That's cool. Thank you. Imagine that. 
Oh my god. I gotta find the one on Instagram here. I don't think did we get one? Oh yeah, we did. We got one from Doom Generation on Instagram. She said, still never seen it. I said, you should change that. <laughs> there you go. Do it. Do it. I, I love when uh, when a uh, an adult watches this movie for the first time and it's like, what did you think of it? <laughs> I feel like children are like, this is great. It's Christmas. And you realize how horrifying it is. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Well, that is it for us talking about the Polar Express from 2004. Joey. It is always a pleasure to have you here on the show and getting to work with you uh, on the show and on your on all the stuff that you are working on. Um, Glad so, to be here. We we can't wait to have you back. Where can people find you, Joey? Well, you can go to youtube.com slash official Joey C. If you want to, uh, I wouldn't recommend it. There's not any. Uh, there There is one good thing about my channel. There is a cameo from my man in my latest box office battles episode. We pitted Blair Witch Project versus Paranormal Activity, and it was a good time. So I'd love to see you over there. Yes, please do that. And, of course, all the links to Joey's, um, to everything that Joey does is going to be down in the description. So his YouTube, his Patreon, all that fun stuff will be down in the description. You can find us at Dissect That Film on all the social medias, TikTok, Instagram, Twitter, slash X. We're on Blue Sky. We're on the Slasher app, which I don't understand how that app works, but I'm the, we're there. We're on Facebook, and we're everywhere at Dissect That Film. So there you go. Uh, and all of Dan and Angela's uh, links and my personal links will be down in the description. And last but not least, we have a Patreon. Patreon.com forward slash Dissect That Film, where you can, uh, you know, monetarily support the show and you get a little bit of extra content we do have an exclusive show called the monster zone where every month we talk about a couple monster movies uh from all the decades that are and that show is hosted by the wonderful dan and angelos so if you want to see a show where i literally just don't i don't have to do barely anything <laughs> listen yep subscribe at the three dollar and five dollar tier of patreon and you can listen to that wonderful show that's true facts. Uh, yeah. Next week, as of as of recording next week, I have no idea what movie we are covering. <laughs> so right. it's going to be a surprise because it is the going to be the final episode of 2023 and uh, the final episode before we take our first ever break. <laughs> uh, so yeah, we're we're excited for what's coming next, and um, we're just yeah we're excited to continue doing this the show and we appreciate all the support we appreciate all our all of our patrons everybody who like comments and subscribes on the youtube channel make sure to do that it's all free and yep. uh to everybody who leaves us reviews on the podcast apps because guess what it's free and it helps the show because if you rate and review the show on whatever podcast app you listen to us on the more reviews we get the more ears we the more people discover us as i should say and uh yeah it really helps the show out so we appreciate everybody who does that and um, if you haven't already, please do. Please do. But until next time, I am Brett Parker. That is Dan and Angel of DNA Gaming. And that is the official Joey C. And this has been the Dissect That Film podcast episode 138. We'll see you all again next time. 
Ho, ho, ho. Bye-bye.